0: your TV character's favorite beer. Sporks and beer, the combination that everyone now hates. Six trends that'll define the year of 2024. This is It's All Beer. Welcome to It's All Beer, the podcast that was previously all but unknown until Taylor Swift went, up, went and told her fans they should all listen, which is about to happen any minute now, I, I expect. Uh, she's either going to tell her friends to vote or listen to this podcast, and I'm expecting the latter. Uh, I'm Jeremy Jones. You're a Swifty, aren't you? Secretly up until this moment. This is where I'm coming. <laughs> this is this is my coming out party as a Swifty. I love all the songs she does. Um, Can you name two? No. I cannot. <laughs> I, cannot. I, I am pretty confident um is like is is that uh call me maybe is that her
1: no okay. there's one that someone dubbed a goat over that is hilarious where it's a goat <laughs> screaming and a buddy of mine in college showed me on his computer but never exited it out and closed his uh computer and had it on full volume goes to his lecture in a lecture hall the next day opens his computer and uh, the video starts playing in the background. Why his computer is computer still locked? And so it's just blaring Taylor <laughs> Swift because the goat part had already played. <laughs> and he's like panicking, trying to get in and just slams his computer shut as everyone in the lecture hall is looking at him. And he's just like, most embarrassing
0: moment of my life. You know, you might as well own it at that point. You might as well like, what? What I like a spangly sing- singlet, <laughs> uh, but I'm Tyler Zimmerman. <laughs> now who's the the long uh, uh, doing the long uh, uh, pained uh, uh, introduction? How are you, Tyler? Welcome back to the beer cave. It's I know been a, it's been a minute. It's been a, well. It's been a month, and I guess. I'm, We've been off during that month, so I guess, relatively speaking, it's been uh, in, in podcast time. We've only done the one episode with, with you not here, and uh, after the technical issues, I, I'm, I'm demanding you be here every time. I'm actually, I got a cot for you set up. Perfect. As long as we're doing it early enough, I can make it work. Goddamn, having to work. <laughs> jobs and crotch goblins just make life difficult. Um, jobs and crotch goblins. Uh, that's. I feel like that's a, the title of... Our autobiographies. I was gonna say our par- our our the parenting book we're gonna write after all this is done. Yeah. Um Jobs and Crouch Goblins. Yeah. How to how to How to Withstand the Storm and Keep Drinking. <laughs> We'll be, uh, we'll, we'll be an inspiration. Uh, uh, so or
1: Child Protective Services will come after us.
0: <laughs> uh, so I brought us a couple of things. Um, uh, There's a couple of new dark beers that I, I that we got in today that I wanted to try. The, this one is the Fort George Tideland Stout. Uh, what do you think? Is this that new? I thought it had been around for a little while. Eh, I mean, new-ish. Uh, uh, we finally had... It, it's come. It came out a few weeks ago. I finally had room in that door, so I finally got it.
1: Mm. No, I think it's solid. I mean, nothing mind blowing, but good roast forward stout.
0: Again, it, it well, not too heavy, not too thick. I'm finding I really, really appreciate a well put together stout that doesn't include chocolate or caramel or coconut or salted caramel or fucking marshmallow and this 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 hip's pretty good like a touch of like caramelly sweetness nice roasty bitter touch of dark chocolate it i was gonna say it's a very well put together just stout it's a stout it's a dark beer for that for those times when a dark beer just sounds good you know uh, uh, winter is an ideal time and
1: I mean it was 60 fucking degrees here because in town we, we yesterday.
0: Missed, we missed winter by like, you know, we 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 had our two weeks of winter just now. It might come back a little bit later. Probably not. It'll, it's Idaho. It'll it, give it a, give it a minute. It'll like freeze in May. Yeah, true. So, you never know. Uh Jeremy, what are we starting with today? <laughs> well, I got a couple of updates uh for you. Um uh the pre- Brew story- dog fucked up again. Nope, not this time, but give it time. Ballast Point went under again. Uh, probably, but... Green
1: Flash is no longer a thing.
0: Green Flash is a goddamned, uh, uh, it's the goddamn Highlander, okay? It will never, (laughs) will never die. It's the fucking Terminator. (laughs) Whatever, there's, there there can be only one. (laughs) That's Terminator, right? No, that's Highlander.
1: Terminator just keeps coming.
0: Uh... No, uh, before we went on break, we talked about Armed Forces Brewing out of Norfolk. I'll say it it right, Norfolk, uh, uh, Virginia. Uh, They ran into a bit of trouble with the local city council. Uh, Go back and listen to episode... They called it Norfolk. (laughs) uh, Yeah. (laughs) Go back and listen to episode 145 for the whole story. Um, Oh,
1: you actually did the homework, too.
0: Bitch, I am... I'm not a slack ass. I'll go back and find episode numbers. Nice. It's, it's you that, that that i have to go oh, i don't know what episode that was uh, yeah. no, it's, i just fly by the seat of my pants um uh, uh but the short version of the story is armed forces uh, brewing is as the name would suggest a military tribute brewery that's it leans pretty hard in the culture wars because you know there's nothing that can't be made a little bit dumber if you really try um uh, this led to the Norfolk City Council Planning Commission to recommend the brewery not get licensing to open, and that recommendation went to City Council, who were set to rule in December. Um, and for some reason, it took the better part of a month for any any news to trickle out. Uh, and it does look like well, the first indication that that everything was fine was uh, I've been I've been watching uh, uh, Armed Forces social media uh, for the past month and. <laughs> Um, How has that been? It, not the. It's not the weirdest part of social media I have to follow. Let me put it that way. It's. It's obnoxious. It's. You're already
1: prepping yourself for the 2024 election season.
0: <laughs> uh, if you're not already, then you you, you don't. You don't want to get in the middle of that and and sprain an insanity muscle, okay? You need to you need to stretch. You need to work on that. You need to. You, you, it's a little bit like uh, ingesting poison. You take a you take a little bit of just pure batshit insanity every once in a while, and it because if you jump right in, you're dead. Yeah, essentially, and 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 next thing you know, you're in the comment section of some news site, just screaming into the void. So. Um, <laughs> uh it's it's obnoxious it's some it's some or you're
1: storming the capital
0: yeah (laughs) it's it's obnoxious uh the it's obnoxious it's sometimes funny though probably unintentionally on their part um but mostly obnoxious and um but uh 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 they were they were very uh, uh busy a couple of weeks ago um putting out a lot of stuff about how they were opening so i thought so i figured that this was probably how it turned out but it does look it turns out the uh, uh, that the city council took the re- recommendation, and they filed it syndractively. The city council approved the per- permit by a six-to-one vote. Uh, Councilwoman McLean uh, put put the words to the issue pretty well on Wavy Television. Um, she she called their advertising boorish and misogynistic, but quote that's not really the issue at hand. Um, ultimately, others on the city council had said some version of. You know, if you don't like what they say, then don't go there. Uh, vote with your wallet, uh, but we have no reason to deny their licensing. Um, there was a there there was some questions because, as I mentioned uh, in the actual when we were discussing that back in December, um, there is the, the the issue that they are uh, occupying the space previously uh, occupied by a previous brewery, um, but they are planning on uh, doubling their production. And which is going to lead to increased traffic and everything else. Everything, it every
1: brewery that has ever opened has been like, we're gonna double our production, or taking over the spot of another brewery, like we're gonna double what they were doing.
0: So take that with a grain of salt as well. I was gonna say, I mean, you can you can you can plan in one hand and shit in the other, and <laughs> I'm gonna guess you're gonna need to wash one hand. Uh, <laughs> um uh, uh Stacy Walls, uh, the CEO of the LGBTQ Life Center, uh, was quoted in the article saying, quote, uh, the fact that it's being allowed means the city of Norfolk is OK having businesses that are not welcoming to everybody. Uh, Alan Beal, the CEO of the company, um, uh, who we talked about, responded to, uh, to that in the article, quote, uh, we are not anti LGBTQ. LGBTQ, we invited Hampton Roads Pride people here, we invited Stacey Walls from the uh, Life Center to come here, and we hope they come. And you know what? So do I. I would. I. I, I kind of would like to see what that's like. Well, that statement right
1: there just kind of r- reminds me of the time, like, everyone knows the one person that they, like, grew up with or went to school with that says the really fucked up racist comment And everyone, like, stops and turns and goes, really? And they're like, no, 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 I'm not racist. I have a black
0: friend. That's saying something from you, Tyler. You grew up in northern Idaho. What is that guy like? Oh, there's a lot of them. (laughs) I was say, I I feel like that would be most of your friends in northern Idaho. But
1: there's been times in high school, like, someone would say something, and everyone would turn and be like, really? Like, and that's when you know you took it too far. (laughs) I feel like you get that look quite
0: a lot, Tyler. No, <laughs> not as much as you probably, not as much as you probably should, at least.
1: <laughs> I, I'm pretty even keel, Jeremy. <laughs> I'll make a joke here and there, but um, nothing that crosses lines. <laughs>
0: um, uh, uh, another update. Uh, New um, New Jersey finally stops fucking up news now. Uh, Woohoo! There are times when change is hard. There are times when change is easy. And there are times when you find yourself with your dick in a beehive. And it hurts a lot. And you're saying to yourself, how can I make this stop? And there's an assembled crowd screaming, take your dick out of the beehive. And you look down for several minutes and you weigh the pros and cons. And I mean, pro, you like bees. They make a comforting, buzzing sound. (laughs) They make honey, obviously. That's a good thing. Uh, Cons, well, it's hard to think of anything cons-specific. con specific I mean, with, talk with, about a Hummer! I thought mean, with a burning pain that's happening in your groin, and then people, you know, people have gathered around you, or uh, 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 you ask them what they should do, and they're like, "For the love of God, take your dick out of the beehive!" And you take that into consideration, and you, 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 you ruminate that over a little bit, and then you, maybe you muster the will, but you get distracted by a butterfly or something, and then <laughs> people are screaming again, and. There's this intense pain you suddenly remember. And and then, finally then, you have the will and the strength to remove your now knobbly prong from the insect lair. And people, oh, how they cheer. That is my, <laughs> my characterization of what the, uh, 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 the governor of New Jersey finally accomplished this week. Uh, I'm proud to say that... Uh, uh, New Jersey has successfully removed their collective genitalia from the beehive. Uh, We've talked about uh, this a couple of times uh, up till this point. Uh, We talked about how the state legislator voted uh, unanimously to pass common common sense legislation and how the governor was just standing there oblivious to the stings on his bulbous glands. Uh, last week he finally did the right thing. He signed the new law into effect removing some of the worst restrictions on New Jersey craft brewing. They can now serve coffee or soft drinks if they want. Uh, they can now talk to food trucks. That's handy. The, um, they can make some food on site if they want to, although they are not allowed to have a kitchen. But
1: no, nope, that's un American talking to food trucks.
0: Well, alright. If you're I can understand not wanting to talk to food to, to guys who run food trucks? That is a That is a totally reasonable thing. I've met some of them, alright? They are, to put it mildly, flaky.
1: Uh, some of the most finicky people.
0: <laughs>
1: and then we'll be like So if I show up, you're guaranteeing I'm gonna do this much in sales. And you just wanna look at them and be like, no! You gonna guarantee I do this much in sales to justify your fucking shit? Yeah. Uh, we're in the same fucking boat here, buddy. <laughs> we, we each have a violin. If we go down, we're going down together.
0: What does that have to... What, what, why the violin? Titanic. Well, some of them had a cello or a bass. I don't know. You're just gonna sit you're just gonna sit on that ship and uh, and and fiddle away while the lifeboats leave going that yeah. was a, that was a shitty beer festival <laughs> we're glad it's over um been to those
1: i can think of one in particular that was like the coup de
0: gras of flops um i uh, uh no i no I tr- again i understand not wanting to talk to a food a food truck or the uh, uh, the operators thereof. But not being allowed to is different. Um, and yeah, not being allowed to means I only want to talk to those people. Um, uh, you can put the football game on without checking with the state 10 days in advance. I didn't know that was a thing, but it, but it really doesn't surprise me. Although it probably has to do with how you have to register events and you're only given a few, uh, uh, like uh, 12 of those per year. Um, every time I talk about this story, I find another restriction that just blows my mind. And the governor got what he wanted, um, because if you'll remember, he was withholding his signature um, on under a conditional veto um, in order to get a couple of things accomplished. One that makes a lot of sense, one that's fucking batshit crazy, uh, The one that does make sense under the new law. Owners of a liquor license that have not used it in two years or more will be required to sell them. And also the law now allows alcohol sales in mall food courts. That was a big sticking point for the governor. Um, What
1: I'm assuming is the governor was trying to buy a liquor license for a spot in a mall food court but no one would sell him one and so now it's open market.
0: I understand. I I would need a drink too sitting in the ruins of the worst aspect of the failed dream of American consumer culture nestled between a hot topic and the Forever 21 and the store that sells nothing but fucking hats from sports teams from sports teams for some reason um but yes thank god let them have a beer while sitting in the food court i think it should just be open container everywhere that would be even better that's It'd malls, be, malls it, are basically uh uh health mall school, school <laughs> church just, just anywhere sidewalk
1: park grocery store if i want to drink a fucking beer while grocery shopping and I'm willing to pay for it, that should be my God-given right as a red-blooded American. <laughs> Vote Tyler Zimmerman, 2028. Why not this year? I need secure campaign financing.
0: Alright, fair enough. Well, there you go. There's uh, uh, yet a much better option that we were presented with. So, <laughs> Listen, he's got a platform, and it makes sense. You can describe it to people. Alcohol literally anywhere. And how many American voters would be like that doesn't sound like a bad idea? Your, your ideas intrigue me. Yes. Louisiana would be like, "Wait, everywhere can't do that?" <laughs> Louisiana, you, it's it's fine. We'll we're, we'll we'll bring you up to speed, but uh uh I think you just announced your uh I think you just announced you're your running. Uh, Am I
1: old enough to run for president?
0: Not yet. No. 35, no, 34. You're fine.
1: I'm now 34. You're not? In 2028 I'll be Thirty
0: six. Yeah, forget that you're that much so. younger than me. Okay, then. Uh, yeah, you're. you're so I run. couldn't run this year, even if I wanted to. Okay, well, but there you go. Everybody look forward. to I that. like how we have an age floor, but not an age <laughs> limit. Like, <laughs> um, uh, uh but I think I, I think the moral of the story is finally. I don't th- I don't know if we ever determined whether uh, New Jersey had the worst laws in the no, country. No, that was Pennsylvania. Is this still Pennsylvania? Or Texas. I still think we should do a survey. Like, uh, uh, we should th- almost do a debate. Uh, where we
1: each pick a state, or like two states, and we have to debate.
0: Uh, kind, of, kind of a round robin scenario. Just uh, we, we we each pick a state and and defend why it has the shittiest beer laws until we finally get to like a. a, a so we get, finally get to like the we bracket it like same, su- <laughs> sweet sixteen. I mean that could be first of all that's gonna be a, that's gonna be like a two year project. But uh, I'm down. Ah, that's that's a lot of work. <laughs> You've never been afraid of a little bit of work. That's a lie. He's terrified of that's why we that's why we work in the beer industry. We're terrified of actual work. Ah, uh, but sometimes. Of, but speaking of you actually having to do something, Tyler, what do you have for us? Well. We're gonna hop into the
1: trends that. <coughs> wow, uh, my phone was just getting blown up. Uh, I've been texted by another rep to tell you
0: hi and go fuck yourself. Uh, Which rep? Nathan Delgado. Hi, Nathan. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> welcome on the pop. Welcome to the podcast, my Friday. <laughs> Why should we call him in? Uh- it kind of did. This is this is our first. First of all, is this our first like call in on the uh, on the show? And does it does a text uh, count as a call in? I mean, I can call him right now because he was trying to get me to go have a beer with him. Uh, <laughs> Anywho,
1: but it's uh, Vine pair put out an article talking about six stories that are going to shape the beer business in twenty twenty four. Uh, so figured we kind of hop into some of these. Do we need uh, beer first? Or is yeah. It time
0: for it's time for this one. Time for this one. Okay. So
1: we will start with this one because it ties into one of the stories.
0: God help us. All right. So what we are. So what I that sound you heard is the uh, is the Noka 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 boozy iced tea being unleashed from its prison. So, um, the art
1: the story that uh. Kind of ties into this is Boston Beer Company's ability to defend Twisted Tea's crown against an army of challenger. The distributor that I work with in Idaho and Montana brought these guys to Montana first and then to Idaho. Um but the whole premise behind them is no carbonation, they're a hard iced tea. Uh, but they're super popular with the younger generation because they have like an Instagram or a TikTok influencer that's real big called Two Turnt Tony. <laughs> Only reason I know they had a fucking cardboard cut out of them at a trade show I was at. And I was like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> like, That's Two
0: Turnt Tony. Uh, I was like, how's it feel to be an old fuck now? Well, None of them really knew. They just, oh, oh they're just like, we don't know either, but the kids seem to like them. <laughs> so it smells, uh, uh, it smells like peach dirt and nail polish. So their whole stick is made with real tea. It has electrolytes. God oh. damn it. Oh, thank Christ. I was worried about not getting enough. Electrolytes. Oh, fucking
1: idiocracy, uh, <laughs> gluten-free two grams of sugar per serving. So only 4 grams in the 24-ounce can, which isn't bad. Uh, And no carbonation. Uh, They've been kind of taking off uh, talking to the distributor reps that I know. They only really kind of sell well around college campuses. And maybe back east they do better. But I've looked them up on social media. It seems they're starting to gain a following.
0: It tastes like Lipton... Iced tea and, you know, cheap vodka. Which Lipton now has its own line
1: of hard iced teas. Like. Uh, Arizona has its own line of hard iced teas. When I went to buy this, it was, I think I counted like
0: eight different hard iced teas outside of Twisted did, Tea. What happened? What, what, at what point in time did we, were we drinking iced tea and, and we thought to ourselves, You want know this, needs Booze. Shot of liquor. I mean, college. And then, at what point in time do we become too lazy as as a society to do that ourselves? Because I was in college. You get a bottle of vodka. You just throw it into whatever you're drinking. It doesn't really matter. They
1: did have, when I was in college, a sweet tea vodka. Like a flavored vodka? Okay, what was that like? It tasted kind
0: of like... Like this? Iced tea. All right. So you pour it into some sweet tea, and then... These fucking kids today just don't know how to drink, like, actual booze. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'll go tell them to get off my lawn. (laughs) But, so, the
1: crazy part is, I mean, Twisted Tea was kind of the grandfather of hard teas. They're still the number one. um, And they're basically what's propping up Boston Beer Company. Um, But with more and more people entering the hard iced tea game... Um the stakes are getting higher and uh twisted Tea holds about 90% of the hard tea
0: segment. Um and holy motherfucker what a douche. I had to look up two-turn Tony. And I wow, what a douche. <laughs> like supreme douche. <laughs> this is the there's he's it's a guy with a six pack holding a duck for some reason. Yeah, I never got the duck, but he he just hangs out with he's just is he just hanging out with a d- duck? I I don't know i he's definitely fucking that duck. Like there is way too many pictures of him and that duck. One is one is like perched on his little Tony right now. Okay, there is no way he is not fucking that duck. <laughs> We are watching a crime in progress. This is not okay. <laughs> but
1: I'll be curious to see. Kind oh of, my god! Okay, enough with two turn,
0: Tony, Jeremy. <laughs> it's an orgy. Uh, <laughs> I was say that's him with in a hot spring with a load of ducks.
1: <laughs> I think it's
0: technically a flock. <laughs> Whatever. At that point in time, it's a harem. <laughs> But I'll be curious to see. That's gonna be the picture. That's by the way, that's the picture on this episode. <laughs> I'll be curious to see
1: what Twisted Tea is able to do and withstand with this fad and how that affects decisions Boston Beer Company and Dogfish Head make this year. Um, because apparently, New Belgium's hopping into the hard iced tea game. Like I said, you have Arizona Noka, Lipton, uh, Word.
0: Tell me he's not fucking that duck. Why do you think he's fucking the duck? <laughs> the duck is sitting on the same
1: chair as him.
0: Go, cool. sorry, continue. I'm.
1: <laughs> um. So I'll think. I think that's going to be a big thing, and it'll ripple into the craft market a lot more than some of these other stories will. Was he on
0: The Bachelor or some shit? I don't fucking know. You know <laughs> as much as I do about Two-Turn Tony. Because <laughs> it just suddenly popped up with, like, The Bachelor uh, uh, logo. And, I again, I'm now sort of fascinated by this fucking douche. Uh, another... Duck, duck fucking douche. Another <laughs> of <are> the stories
1: <laughs> is going to be ABI's shelf space fight between Molson Coors and Constellation Brands. Um during ABI's uh, fumble this summer with uh, alienating their over-vocal core customers, um, Molson Cores and Constellation were able to scoop up some extra shelf space due to the lack of sales AB was facing. Uh, So it'll be an interesting demographic to see what levels out this year if ABI gets those spaces back or if it's still fighting to gain more shelf space or if they continue to lose more. Uh, Another big one will be Alcoholic Monster's second year of sales. How does it do?
0: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) How do you, I don't know. How do you think it's going to do? I've talked to people that are like, I thought it tasted good. I was like, well,
1: either I had a terrible can or you have shit taste buds.
0: Uh, Tyler respectfully disagrees. I have a photo essay that basically illustrates that.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But we'll see that's, i mean
0: that's the hard mountain dew that wasn't the monster but oh yeah the hard mountain dew that was the hard true. mountain dew i have like because i've never i still have not tried the hard mountain dew and if, if the god the dead, hard monster wasn't that bad the hard monster was not good it tasted like monster yeah without any of the redeeming qualities which is saying a lot i mean if without with with, with without the uh near lethal dose of caffeine and god only knows what else all you have is a taste of, uh, of, of an orange that should just be put out of its misery. So, but Monster
1: is also trying to broaden their scope in the alcohol game and start with their own hard tea. <laughs> uh, nasty uh. Beasts. Um, so, we'll see kind of how Monster's portfolio continues to expand with...
0: Uh. Um, Why are you pouring me more of that shit? If I. How much of that before I end up fucking a duck? Um.
1: As it continues to expand with the help of Canarchy. uh,
0: I chugged the rest of it because I didn't. (laughs) Oh, I know what you did. And I was playing into it. You son of a bitch. Uh Uh-huh.
1: As well as. Um. There are some statehouse battles going of tax equivalency, soft to hard alcoholic popsicles, and some more just like red tape beer bullshit that are going to play out with the Biden administration uh, trying to crack down on the craft beer business for anti-competitive practices with distributor color consolidation as well as reining in some stuff of kind of that have been operating in the gray areas um, with stillers trying to secure more equitable taxation retail placements and distribution rules um, in 2023 and the fight still continues on in 2024 um, and especially with the potential legal issues facing of all these non-alcoholic brands now becoming alcoholic and causing confusion potentially in the marketplace with hard mountain dew hard monster hard Lipton and iced tea hard
0: everything um let's just, but, let's, just, let's just let's just let's just get it out of out of our uh out of our system we need hard capri sun we need hard kool-aid we need hard you're tell you are about you're, you're looking at me as if to say those things exist jeremy where have you been hard capri sun
1: hard sunny d kool-aid hasn't done anything yet but
0: those pretty much all already exist how much longer until i can get fucking drunk off my ass from my little paw patrol sippy cup
1: I mean, you have a Paw Patrol sippy cup in your house. Okay. You could get drunk off When there. can I go to a
0: supermarket and do that? <laughs> Probably pretty soon. Uh, I, want, I want to suck on Chase's head and get absolutely blitzed off my tits. <laughs> Jeremy just did bestiality and underage drinking all in one second. Uh. But on his head, like the little straw coming out of his head. Not as red rocket? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the biggest one for
1: this next year is going to be watching AB InBev's progress on its rehabbing its image with its core customer. I know they're trying to do some massive changes in rehabbing the Bud Light image for the Super Bowl commercials. They're already trying to do it now with having some of their Super Bowl... Or with some of their NFL commercials with Travis Kelsey, who's playing in the Super Bowl, Peyton Manning, Emmitt Smith, they're trying to get back to being the manly beer. Uh, so that kind of rolls into
0: what you have, Jeremy. Well, first of all, what's going to happen is I'm going to uh, I'm going to down the rest of this shit because God, this you is, can. It's not carbonated, baby. I'm aware, and so that's what's going to happen. And uh, it's yeah. not the best, but I've had worse. Uh, it's better than alcoholic Mountain Dew. That's fair. I have not yet had that. And um, I guess gunned ahead. Um, that's still pretty awful. Uh, it's anyway. got a hint of lemon, Jeremy. That lemon does did not deserve what happened to it. Did you scan for more information? I did not. I got way more information than I ever wanted. Uh, you need to <laughs> scan for more information. <laughs> I will while you're talking next. What's gonna happen if I scan that QR code? I don't know,
1: but I can't wait to hear.
0: <laughs> uh, sports and beer news now. Uh, in London this week, the international. I need a. I, I need an actual beer after uh, before I get into this. I'm gonna crack. So just, I swear to. I swear to the to the old gods and the new Tyler. If you give me any more of that garbage, there's go, People are gonna be listening to a fist fight. <laughs> And I don't know how inter- entertaining that will be, <laughs> but I would listen to a fist fight <laughs> <Again>. <laughs> this I'm opening the uh, uh, Wild Rides uh, uh, Eastern Skies Baltic Porter um, before we get into this, um, because, again, I, I need something besides that. Uh, in London this week, the International Olympic Committee went uh, to a London bar which has got to be the most uh, concentrated gathering of criminals uh, in a boozing establishment since the last Guy Ritchie film. But they were there to announce that they were partnering with no less than AB InBev to seal the first ever partnership between the, uh, Olymp- between the Olympics and a beer company. Uh, I think uh, IOC President Thomas Bach put the idea best, if painfully formula- formulaic, when he said, uh, quote, This partnership, from our perspective, is a perfect match. The joy of sport and the joy of life. Um, This wasn't the part of the story that caught my eye. And a fat check for me. Uh, Yes. Yeah, I mean, again. Um, This wasn't the part of the story that caught my eye, though. The part of the story that caught my eye was the CNN headline that read, Olympic sponsorship deal with beer company AB InBev criticized as cynical and an odd pairing. Here's the kerfuffle, or the kerfuffle is presented to make a non-event to seem more like an event. Um, There is, in any situation, no matter how benign or even joyful, um, that there will be someone standing nearby, not only willing, mind you, but eager to unzip, uh, retrieve their shame sausage, and take a hate waz all over it. Uh, and in this case, uh, is in the form of, uh, uh, uh um, of, uh, alcohol change UK or as Andrew Missal, the director of said, uh, 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 organization said, uh, quote, alcohol in the Olympics is certainly an odd pairing given the athletes competing at this top level often do not drink alcohol as they are prepared to take part in the games. And is Michael at- Phelps set a record for medals as he was taking bong rips. Don't try to say they are fucking holy temples here. It is at this point in time, I feel I must point out, that the flagship beer, the brand that will receive the most promotional time, is a new release from AB InBev, Corona Cero. An alcohol-free version of Corona. Oh, because, I've seen that. Because I guess there are people in this world that say to themselves, you know... Corona tastes like flat, skunky donkey piss, and that's great. And I want
1: all the calories to that flat donkey piss <laughs> without any of the buzz.
0: I, 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 and I don't want that nice feeling of numbing euphoria uh, or a heightened self-esteem that it creates. So if there's only a way to keep all the donkey piss aspects without any of the redeeming characteristics, um, that would be the beverage of choice for me. Um Cronacero, because putting your mouth underneath a, underneath a urinating donkey is a little bit on the nose. There is one exception at the zero uh, alcohol, zero donkeys. <laughs> Same that, great taste that, that we will admit to. <laughs> that you will see. <laughs> there is one exception at the 2028 games in Los Angeles. The beer on display will be Michelob Ultra but otherwise because AB doesn't have corona in the united states baby <laughs> and i think he, I, you know what i think AB and in, in bev has uh, has learned their lessons so they just give them booze just there's <laughs> the just whatever whatever we have to do it in and in america just keep those idiots drunk well the olympics are in paris right correct i'm like and that has a lot to do with it i'm going getting into that that has a lot to do with why uh, i mean it's non alcoholic well um there well it, it, i it also it's going to uh, i mean it's not just the paris olympics but there's also a a, uh, a bunch of qualifying events and other things around the olympics in and around the olympics uh, uh, going into it but um uh there does seem this seems to stem at least in my view from a a, a new wave of pearl clutching on the rise, uh, um, in this country and just generally, um, of such fervor and intensity that would make Carrie nation, uh, sploosh in her burlap pantaloons. Uh, it's a new, almost a new prohibitional movement. Uh, uh, and it, and it's manifesting here so much that, um, well, even advertising a non-alcoholic beer, um, what they what they're saying that ABF Imbev is doing, and by the way, I'm not saying that they're not doing, um, is making you think about Corona. Since I hinted at the whole donkey piss comparison, um, and no one would actually drink Corona without the without the uh, booze in there, uh, they're really selling as Corona in the same spirit of like you might remember the malt beverages uh, in the 1990s and and what have you, the uh, uh, Captain Morgan. Uh, cola you don't remember these like for for there's a brief spirit there, i was born in 92 jeremy god damn it, i forget uh, uh all right that's the second time that all right so there was a period in the late 90s into the early 2000s where all the liquor companies came out with uh uh with with uh um, their own branded cola with to a, mix with their with well, basically their own malt liquor malt malted beverage of which only smirnoff ice still exists and that's where we've got where you got icing somebody. Ah, <laughs> you ever wonder why Speerinoff ice exists? No, because when you were but a but a young one, um, all the liquor companies came. There was Jack Daniel's hard cola, which I actually think is still around.
1: Yeah, I mean they now
0: are partnered with Coca Cola um, for a Jack and Coke RTD. Uh, and, and some of, I mean, there's even, actually. They they all might be still around. People are might be sort of like these are all around you, idiot. I'm like yeah, but I only really drink beer. Um, but the but there was like the Captain Morgan uh, malt you know malt beverage. They had like a cola and then like a like a I don't know a hard Mountain Dew. I think you got Smirnoff uh, had their own thing. You had um, uh, oh what's the other big uh, um, like white rum brand? Uh, it has a bat on it. Bacardi. Thank you. Bacardi had their had about a lineup. I don't go to clubs. Fuck you. Don't give me that look. Uh, the point is, <laughs> you're judging me. I don't appreciate it. The point is, is that the point of the, that all those beverages existed as a way for liquor companies to be able to advertise both in a supermarket and on television, because in in most situations you you can't it, advertise a straight liquor. Correct. And this is like the same uh, in the uh, in in the same uh, um, uh, uh, idea.
1: But I mean. I remember growing up watching just straight Captain Morgan ads.
0: Um, but, I mean, there's heavy restrictions as to when, where, and how you can put those advertisements versus, say, a uh, say a beer or a wine or a malted beverage. Oh,
1: no, I guess I grew up watching a lot of sports, so it was just free-for-all fucking.
0: <laughs> um, but I, it's mainly old white dudes. And um, I was like, beer. <laughs> but, but the pearl clutching has mostly to do with the fact that they look at the IOC um, uh, partnering with a company that's selling alcohol. Oh, the horror. Oh, my God. The the IOC is responsible for a lot of things. Uh, turning a blind eye towards human right, uh, rights abuses. Actively boosting totalitarian regimes throughout the world. Enriching themselves at the expense of host countries to the point where cities aren't even bidding to host the Olympics anymore. For the same, roughly the same reason, the Chinese uh, put up the Great Wall, and not a giant sign that said "Welcome, barbarians! Come take all of our shit." Um, or like countries like forcing the poor
1: people to move out so they can build these stadiums that are then completely disheveled and overgrown with weeds and have been taken over by nature within two years after the.
0: If you haven't seen those pictures, you should really Google oh, those. Oh, dude, those they're, are, they're awesome. They're they're haunting eerie. As
1: fuck. Yeah, they're great. Um... I'm like, if you're trying to write a zombie apocalypse novel, just fucking
0: follow the Olympics. Uh, the IOC is basically a legal mafia with less scruples. Uh, but, but not as bad as FIFA. I mean... and But that's
1: saying then, you're just like... You're a dictator, but
0: you're not Stalin or Hitler. I mean, I mean, if you are comparing to them comparing them to the mafia um ioc is like the corleone's you know they still got some honor to them versus uh versus i can't remember the other uh, the five family that that was getting into heroin dealing in the first movie but my point is is that is that the ioc is kind of the corleone's they got a slight code you know yeah fifa's like add another zero to that check and you got it fifa fifa's more like so how many slave? How much slave labor will there be? I'm like, well, we actually aren't going to have them. Can there be slave labor to uh, to build the stadiums? We find we we they find the stadiums better that way.
1: Uh, and also, <laughs> it saves you money, so you can
0: add another zero to that. We're we're actually against slave labor. Oh, well, thank you for coming to the meeting. <laughs> we'll keep you in mind. We'll call you. Exactly. Our people will call your people. Ciao. Uh, <laughs> um uh you're picking up the check right uh (laughs) to be fair uh there's a lot of evidence and mounting evidence that any that the benefit of booze or any perceived that that might have ever existed is is vastly outweighed by its downsize beer isn't good for you it's a sad state of affairs but it's not um right now uh tyler and i are killing yourselves uh uh are killing ourselves while you're listening you're actually Uh listening to us uh, slowly die in front of you. Every week, year after year, we talk about booze news while guzzling the demon drink, and we are dying for your entertainment pleasure.
1: So. Even the times we do the non-alcoholic ones, we're still dying. Um, I, I It's a th- slow and inevitable march to death. I, I died quite a lot inside. And we're going to die a lot when Ben brings that Ball of Malort.
0: Not as bad as the duck fucking uh, tea. Oh, I... <laughs> I will guzzle twenty of those before I, I want to. F- now I really need to try this malort because that was not great. Um, Bro- I could read off all the statistics, but I'm not gonna, for two reasons. First, you're presumably adults listening to a podcast. Go look it up. And also, he doesn't have them. No, the beer <laughs> beer business. Look, beer business news is bad as it is. Let's let's not get into that. Um... But, as you, as you kind of pointed out, a lot of this is, get around, is getting around laws restricting advertising alcohol on television. And France, being uh, one of the worst offenders of this, the ban is so strong in France about, against uh, advertising alcohol that the Six Nations Rugby Championship that was played in, uh, in France and sponsored by Guinness had to replace the word Guinness on the field with greatness. Rugby Fucking rugby Rugby is basically what happens When you turn a bar fight Into an organized sport Dude I'm like I'm pretty sure they're drunk on the field In rugby There are no teams in rugby per se Young men in Europe just get blackout drunk For a few years And and the person they hit They're like we're opposite
1: teams now (laughs) Uh, And then enough of the bar Does that and they're like Okay
0: so you're on my team right you hit that guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got not, it. Not even that. I just, I, 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 imagine just getting blackout drunk at a bar, and they wake up a few years later on a, you know, on a, on a pitch somewhere with screaming fans going, "What the fuck have I been doing the past five years?" <laughs> I'm, bro. Am, am I now? Really? <laughs> I mean, I
1: get. You guys let titties on your TV screens, but you can't even see Gannis. Like, yeah, we got some fucked up priorities in America where we'll show a kid getting murdered on TV,
0: but we won't show a pair of tits, but we'll at least show a beer company. (laughs) Capitalism, baby! Um, We are at the logical end of civilization. I find myself wanting to defend both the IOC and, yet again, AB InBev. Again! Again! Four years after Brood the Hard Way" super uh, the 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 "Brewed the Hard Way" Super Bowl commercial um, that launched this podcast, out of sheer spite, I think. Yeah, um, I find myself coming to AB's uh, AB and Bev's defense, saying, "Christ on a wall hanging! Just let them sell their piss water, alcoholic or not. It's fine. It's it's all fucking fine." And let's not forget previous sponsors uh, at the level of AB and Bev. Uh, for the Olympics have included Coca-Cola and McDonald's. Kill more people with diabetes than beer does! I'm just saying. They're, the, 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 the objection's like, well, athletes don't drink beer. Listen, you idiot. They aren't ma- marketing to athletes. They're marketing... To, to the slob on the couch. So they're marketing to sports fans, which are the opposite of athletes in basically every conceivable sense. For every one person... I still think... The Olympics
1: and every major sport should put one regular person on the field <laughs> just so every fat slob at home is like, who's like, I can beat them. <laughs> Drinking a milkshake and is like, and then you see the fucking
0: Joe Schmo just getting lapped. And they're like, never mind. <laughs> Uh, for every one person performing an astounding display of athletic prowess, there are 10,000 motherfuckers shoving an entire Big Mac down their gaping Ma and jumping off the couch to cheer for 1.5 seconds before immediately getting winded. Trust me, beer is the least of those guys' worries. Yeah. Tyler, do you want to bring us home today? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, actually, let's take a moment. Uh, we didn't actually talk about the... Uh, uh, we've been. We were kind of sipping on uh, uh, on the uh, eastern skies. What do you think, Tyler? I really like it. Just light, good representation of a
1: Baltic porter. And honestly, I forgot Wild Ride Brewing even distributed out here.
0: Uh, they stopped for a minute. Um, oh. They, uh, they were distributed by Northwest Specialty. Um, uh, they got dropped. They got picked up by, of all people, CSB. Oh. And... Um, and to and to their credit, they've been bringing in some of their uh, some of their um, their special releases. And I'm with you. This is a very nice uh, Baltic porter. It's nice. Um, uh, it's nice, robust. Slight, let's say a little bit of caramel sweetness, a little bit of chocolateiness. It's got kind of a. It's
1: but it's dry enough that it's not like
0: sweet, sweet. It's and comes in at seven point three percent. So, I mean decent it's uh it's it's yeah that's a nice one yeah fair uh i i'm impressed with wild ride i mean anything would be better than uh than the duck fucking tea but yeah, i've had worse <laughs> i know we again i have a photo essay to prove it <laughs> well we're gonna introduce you to
1: heisler beer uh it's tv's favorite beer but it doesn't exist. So, let's kind of hop into the backstory a little bit. Uh, so, if you've ever seen the show New
0: Girl, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Both of my favorite shows. Both are actually really good I shows. I have no idea, actually. Oh. I, I, I'm one of those weird asses that doesn't watch television anymore. I think you'd actually really like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Actually I think I have watched that. It's like a comedy cop show and yeah. okay, I think I have seen some episodes of that. That wasn't bad. Um
1: but also in New Girl they created a drinking game that's called True American and it's just you getting obliterated drunk and people have like pieced together like the rules of the show and created like oh, a-
0: it's a bit like a uh, like a um uh what the uh, uh in in uh, it's always sunny that uh, that, yeah. that yeah. game. Okay. But so they're crushing Keisler's the whole time in this. Essentially, drunken Calvin ball. Like, no.
1: So like true Americans like drunken the floor is lava, monopoly,
0: sorry. That's, that's my point. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you remember Calvin and Hobbes? Like yeah. Calvin ball, where they? I mean the whole the the whole point of Calvin ball was you're just making up the rules as you go. Yeah. yeah basically. Okay. All right. So it's drunken Calvin ball. Yeah. Okay, that's where my frame of reference is. is Do you mean like a a comic from the 1980s and 90s? Yes, Jeremy. We mean that. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So, but uh,
1: this is uh, kind of a crazy story of this beer brand that doesn't exist uh, and has earned the nickname of the Bud Light of Fake
0: Beers. In, like, the, like, we're talking about Bud Light. It's everywhere. As in, like, Bud Light popularity-wise or, popul- or or Bud Light, uh, we're having some problems with it right now. Uh,
1: popularity-wise. Cool. So, it was created in the mid-1990s by Independent Studio Services. It's a California-based prop supplier that creates on-set brews for use in film and TV. The big challenge a lot of companies have, like, production companies have ran into is usually if they're doing a scene that involves the need for beer or alcohol it's in an overconsumption manner or in a situation that paints the brand in a bad light and so these big brands that would normally be
0: like yeah use our shit are like nah we don't want to be a part of it we, we, we the, the great irony is that uh, uh, that the producer's of alcohol, generally frown on what happens when you consume their product in large amounts.
1: Yes. Except when they see the sales of it.
0: Oh, no, they love the sales of yeah. it. Yeah, don't... D- but when you're filming that, they're like, mm-mm. They, do, they, listen, they just... Listen, they just want the money. They do not want to be culpable for the jail time, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the... underage drinking, so or- They don't want, want to be culpable for the jail time, the, uh, harmed children, or the, uh, or or the you know, the the blown up animals. Yeah. Uh but just just the just the money, please. Yep. But since
1: <laughs> Heisler doesn't exist, they don't need to worry
0: about outside sales. They created this brand. It's better than just what they used to do back in the day, which where they had like a bottle with just beer, beer. right yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um And that's kind of the joy of it. So New girls probably the most relevant like show that features it. Uh, the show purchased about a thousand cans and bottles of the beer during <laughs> its run. Wow oh, I mean one of the characters in it's a bartender and so he's always drinking it or passing it out at the bar and so you're oh and it's always label out like I've never seen a bartender hand out that many
0: beers. Proper label out, like like here's your here's your duck fucking beer. Yeah, it's, it's I'm not over the duck fucking yet. Uh, but
1: so it originally debuted in 1997. Would you
0: like to take a guess at what film? I do not. I you're again. I just demonstrated my cultural references where card I'm, counting movie Tom
1: Cruise. I don't know.
0: The Rainmaker.
1: Oh, okay. I've never, I've never actually seen that movie. Wait, that might be different. I think that was Rain Man. That's Rain Man. Yeah. Uh, the Rainmaker is the first movie that it
0: initially... Oh, what's a Rainmaker? Uh, I don't know. You know, I, uh, you know I, I caught myself you out of my love, I love most of it, because that also occurred to me. I'm like, that's not... You mean Rain Man? Yeah. I, uh, I, I love that I love that you're like, oh shit, I just stepped in my own i don't know, <laughs> I fuck couch. that one up. Oh it's a fictional <laughs> brand, my bad. And, uh, and you were ready to move on past it, and I appreciate that, but we had to t- we have to stop and talk about how yeah, you fucked that no, up. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh,
1: so initially debuted and the flagship for the brand was Heisler Golden Ale. But has since expanded to include Heisler Light and a vintage Heisler label taking place before the 1980s. Since its founding, uh, it, the fake beer is brewed by a fictitious brewery called Bilson Brewing Company in Sun Valley, USA.
0: <laughs> sun Valley. I don't know. That's how, many, how many Sun Valleys are there? Uh, that's kind of what i thought i was like or this or this like a springfield of uh, of simpsons kind of thing i think it's kind of like, like springfield spring springfield that exists uh, i mean it is it, it is basically the uh, uh uh the the quantum city of uh, america it yeah. both exists and doesn't exist it's kind of like you.
1: uh why they called nightmare on elm street nightmare on elm street because every town or has, has a, an elm
0: street, street. Yeah, yeah fair enough uh, but but does every state, I mean, if you're going to call a, if you're going to like choose a generic name for a city in America, it'd feel like it'd be like, I don't know. I'm sure the
1: creators of this had been to the conference, the tech conference in Sun Valley. And we're like, Sun Valley, I don't know any towns like that. Fuck it, let's call it Sun Valley. Who will know?
0: <laughs> I mean yeah, I feel like there's only one Sun Valley. When you say Sun Valley, you go, you mean Sun Valley, Idaho? The like Which is not even a real place, it's the resort. Right, yeah. Um uh, again, if you're gonna pick a if you're gonna pick a uh, uh if you're gonna pick a city name, I don't what's what's a common city name? I don't I'll think about that for a second. Um but so it's a German
1: inspired red and gold label can uh, red and has a red and gold label and can be spotted on cans, bottles, tap handles. It's featured in "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," parks and recreation, "Criminal Minds," "The Social Network."
0: At what point in time was it featured in? That, that's that's the last show I've I, I watched with any regularity was "It's Always Sunny."
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm sure if you look it up, you can find. But f- homebrew people have crew figured out what the closest look alike would be and created recipes that they've posted to brew your own magazine
0: <laughs> fun fact. Oh, sorry i had to look this up fun fact the uh, the 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 two most common city names in the united states is fairview and springfield <laughs> there we go sorry, sorry. <laughs> here is the homebrew recipe for heisler holy shit okay so it it includes well uh, eight pounds of uh, two-row pale malt. A little bit of Munich, which... fair A little bit of Munich Vienna. So it's a, got a little bit of... A, a, got a little bit of, like, a, 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 a roasty, doughy, like, biscuity sweetness. A touch of melanoidin, which is interesting, because that'll add a little bit of, like, the... Uh, like the... Um, like the... Uh, milliard reaction mm-hmm. uh, to it. And a touch of chocolate malt, which makes it like an amber. Uh, I think, if I remember, it's kind of like... Amber Lager, amber I called style. a Gold Ale, but I feel like with a half an ounce of chocolate malt in a in a, in a half a in a, in a five gallon batch, you're going for like an amber.
1: Yeah, and it's been a while since I've watched a show that has had it where it's actually poured out, but it is. So they do a non-alcoholic brew in the bottles and cans. So that way, if they pour it into a glass.
0: It looks like an actual beer, but I mean they actually. But this is a. Th- there is something in those bottles.
1: Yes, uh, they did say if they're if the production company lets them know that it's not being poured into any
0: glass, those they'll, just, so they'll
1: fill it with water or soda, whatever the company wants them to fill it with. Pandy. Uh, um, but um,
0: you can go. There's a whole fandom. Oh my god, there is... Wait, hold on. Uh, go, go back, go back. Where does it say that Sun Valley... Sun Valley, USA. Just Sun Valley, USA. It's beautiful. Okay. Um, featured in Malcolm in the Middle and several... other autobi- <laughs> So I was going to run through some of the shows that
1: uh, feature Bilson beer. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle features Bilson. Uh, but if we go down to Heisler... Which is... That's what the label looks like. Yep. Uh... Three. The Dale Earnhardt story. American Pie (laughs) Presents Bandcap. Uh... Beer Fest. Uh... Blue Mountain State. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Burn Notice. Chicago PD. Criminal Minds. CSI. CSI Miami. Desperate Housewives. Um... Let's go. I'm just skipping through a bunch. Potentially looking for like any big names that people would know.
0: Uh, How I Met Your Mother. And what, what, what morning is like? Every show produced after like, yeah, two thousand. Uh, it's Always Sunny in
1: Philadelphia. Key and Peele. Uh, the League. Longmire. Malcolm in the Middle. My name is Earl. Parks and Rec. Uh, Prison Break. Reno 911. Roseanne. Scream. Star Trek Enterprise. Wait. Yeah? They're drinking. What are they drinking beer on Star Trek?
0: I don't know. Uh, I've never seen it. And I feel they have the replicator. You don't need to have a stealing harvard no 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 you don't need a brand for star the trek. social network super bad you don't need to have a brand on star trek they just have a replica. training you can, day you just you just put two your, and a half men you put your uh, put your glass underneath the replica tyler perry's in. house of pain and uh you it pours a beer you don't need a brand name for that in fact Weeds, like the brand names would be uh, workaholics would be, uh, um, white color the antithesis of what uh what uh, uh the star trek uh, um with the Star Trek society would be a brow because at that point in time they've actually transcended capitalism um, in all its forms, which is interesting because I feel like Star Trek is like held up, held up as, uh, as as the ideal society of pretty much everybody, um, and everybody thinks that, that 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 their ideology is how we get to the Star Trek future, but they're both that's wrong. it in Star Trek Enterprise. They have cans of beer in Star Trek. I like how you were, that that, that long pause, because I was at that point in time I was just making stuff up because I thought it would be kind of funny for me to be ranting on about Star Trek while you were, yeah. still, you were still saying, be like, no, no, I'll find this motherfucker. So, <laughs> fun fact,
1: Heisler beer is the most used beer brand prop in live action television.
0: I mean, yeah, beer makes things happen and movies are about things happening. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, so,
1: although not an exact match, there is a Bilson Brewing in Beechworth, (laughs) Australia. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, next time you're watching one of your favorite shows or movies, keep an eye out for, for that bright red label, really. It's red with kind of the brown doily style background. It says Heisler, and you'll, if they're drinking a beer, you're probably going to see that if that show's been produced past
0: the late 90s. Does anybody in any of those shows, like, request a Heisler <sighs> beer? Like, say, a, a Heisler, please. No. Or they say, say, uh, yeah, beer. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. At, at least not,
1: none. I haven't seen all the shows, so maybe. I mean, like. I'd be if anybody
0: actually requests a Heisler. So if
1: you've seen one of the shows that has Heisler and they're like I'll take a Heisler let us know. <laughs> Tyler you have anything else to add before you? We- uh, no Uh, if you're going to be over in Astoria Oregon the Festival of the Dark Arts is getting ready to happen so it's a big barrel age festival over the kind of throughout the town over the and I want to say February twenty seventh. So are you going there?
0: Is that uh, why you are bringing it up? We will have beer there, but I will not be there. But there will be you could you can you can get some beer there. Well, Correct. this has been it's all beer uh, uh, and 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 duck fucking tea uh, apparently. Uh, Did you scan the QR code? I have not. Okay, all right, all right let's do this right. And then last in the, in the last several seconds, let's scan the QR. code. Uh, if you want you can get a hold. if you you can get a hold of us we put the things up on Instagram maybe whatever comes up uh, on this is gonna be Instagram worthy um Noka boozy bevies um it just is a uh, link. just their website it's just, I mean what'd you think it was gonna be um, I didn't know I, a, a, I was really hoping it was gonna be two turn Tony just to really just, just send you over the edge like just I mean I mean him finally going yeah. I, I have, fuck ducks. Yeah, this is this is my this is my duck, and you know what? These are my six duck wives. And you know what? I do not fuck the duck. I make love to the duck. Okay, it is a tender, beautiful moment, and I would appreciate you not cheapening it while I'm making love to one. <laughs> the other nibbles on my nutsack. Like, yeah. Um, there's a store locator. Uh, and an anti-drinking drink merch thing. Order online. Text us our story. What's the anti-drinking drinking merch? Yes, I'm 21. Um, anti-drinking drinking club. Um, there's just shirts that say anti anti-drinking drinking club. So uh, I guess it, I guess that's the uh, that, that's their clever way of saying yeah uh, we're we drink we're 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 we're, we're, a, we're a drinking club against anti-drinking yeah. or no. I guess we're the, I guess you're the drinking club Club for the anti-drinkers, for the anti-drinkers, which actually is a pretty good summary of this, uh, of this iced tea, because if that was, if that was my first uh, exposure to what alcohol was, then I'd be like, I'm good. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I'm so glad I brought that to just punish you. (laughs) Uh, you're you're only pissed off that you couldn't you, that you haven't brought in the hard Mountain Dew for me to uh, uh, to experience. There's uh, still time. <laughs> uh, for the moment, I think it's it's gotta be on its way out. You can get a hold of it. So on Instagram, you can uh, uh, you can uh, see what we've been we've been drinking, and I put up some random stuff on there, on, and it, it makes our way to our Facebook page. Uh, you can send us an email. It's allbeer at gmail.com. Uh, and, uh, and you can subscribe to our podcast on uh, iTunes or on uh, on Google Play, or and and someday I'm going to figure out where the other. There's like two more podcast platforms are out there that, and someday I'll like write them down and like uh, and bring them because like. Uh, well, enough Stitchers, no longer. Stitchers, no longer. But as well they'll say like, oh, Google
1: I Podcast like-. is closing.
0: All right, then just fucking iTunes, I guess. It's going to be YouTube podcast now. Oh God damn it. Well, okay, that's fine. Um, except we don't have to have a video on there. Or anyway, the point is is that there's probably a place you can subscribe to this. And uh, if this has ca- caught your interest and you're not already a subscriber, you should probably do that. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and,
1: and just subscribe to us on whatever platform you found us on. Because <laughs> you're already
0: listening. so <laughs> You found us somehow, and that'll be quite enough from us. I'm Jeremy Jones. I'm Tyler Zimmerman. I'm going to drink anything but this goddamn Noka.
1: Have fun.